This morning on the third hour of today, holiday hike. The cost of flying home for the holidays, soaring. How much more you can expect to pay and how to land the best deal. Then, Downton Abbey's Hugh Bonneville live in studio, opening up about his life, iconic roles, and famous co-stars from Julia Roberts to Paddington Bear. And then Winnie Cooper herself, Danica McKellar, is here to spread some holiday cheer. And dessert is on the menu. Not one, but two sweet Thanksgiving treats that you can make days ahead of time. That's all ahead today, Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Chanel here with Craig and Jacob Soberoff. Al is off today and Dylan, our friend, is getting in the holiday spirit today. There she is. All the places you can go. That room is just full of floats. We're going to check in with her in just a few minutes with a peek at this year's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You look good up there. She does. Yeah, we'll talk to you in in just a bit. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, but first, if your holiday plans include a trip, we've been talking about this, but now more than ever, you can expect to shell out more money this year. In fact, the cost of airfare is way up. So we want to check in with NBC's Sam Brock. He's in Miami at Miami International Airport. So Sam, it seems like we're all going to be paying more to travel over the holidays. What can you tell us? Yeah, Chanel, that's set up as unfortunately the reality right now. Let me give you the real deal. Every single day that goes by that you are not booking those Thanksgiving flights, the prices are going up 10, 15, 20, 25 dollars per day for Chanel flights that are already between 500 and a thousand dollars. Let's talk big picture right now. September year over year, according to Hopper, the increases are about 36 percent. That is substantial. And if you're looking at the average cost of a domestic ticket for the second quarter in the United States, that figure is now at $397, so almost 400 bucks. The last time it eclipsed 390 was 2014. So we are seeing this trend largely driven by inflation, labor shortages. Certainly the cost of fuel has skyrocketed. Americans right now are getting ready for their holidays, be it Thanksgiving, New Year's, or Christmas, with prices that are way elevated from where we were just a year ago. Hey, Sam, what's up, man? It's Jacob. I hesitate to even ask this because I don't know if a better deal exists, but you got any advice for getting a better deal? Jacob, I'm so glad you asked. Yes, I do. And so here's the deal. It's the day that you pick is potentially going to save you a lot of money, relatively speaking. For Thanksgiving, as an example, you're going to want to fly out on Monday. It turns out that is 30% cheaper than flying the Saturday before Thanksgiving, 15% cheaper than the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Those are the two most popular days. And then when it comes to returning, Thanksgiving is actually the best day to return, although it kind of defeats the purpose of, you know, spending time with your family. Although, as Craig mentioned earlier, you also have the flip side of that, which is if you don't want to spend as much time with your in-laws, it's an awkward situation. I'm so sorry. It's cheaper to come back on Thanksgiving. So you see how that works. Exactly. You get the food in, you get in, you get out. But also one other key point here, guys, which is you want to book the earliest possible flights. It is the lower likelihood that your flight will get delayed the earlier that you start. So just keep that in mind when you travel. Thank you, Sam. I feel like that secret is out though i was traveling yesterday yeah. and i got to Thanks, the airport guys. at like six o'clock in the morning out in california and it was packed yeah so you still have to get there you know in plenty of time um from those travel tips to the emotional moment on the hollywood oh. walk of fame christina applegate christina received a, a star recognizing her career her accomplishments oh. and the honor it comes as she's been really open about her health struggles including a recent multiple sclerosis diagnosis. NBC's Joe Fryer has been following this story for us. I feel like Christine Applegate's one of those 
actresses that we grew up with. Yeah, yeah. she's been around for so long, yeah. from Married with Children until recent performances now. You know, she's a child of Hollywood, and as a child of Hollywood, she said she'd been dreaming of this day almost her whole life. Though she's facing major changes right now in her life and career, Applegate's spirit remains the same. Much like her career, Christina Applegate's Walk of Fame ceremony combined the heartfelt and the humorous. So um, this day means more to me than you could possibly imagine. Um, I I can't stand for too long, so I'm going to thank the people that I really need to thank. Uh, First of all, to my, my family. These people take care of me. It was her first public appearance since she was diagnosed last year with multiple sclerosis, supported by her Married with Children co-star Katie Segal, and using a cane, the Emmy-winning star spoke directly to her 11-year-old daughter Sadie before addressing her health issues with that Applegate touch. The most important person in this world is my daughter. You are so much more You are so much more than even you know. And blessed every day that I get to wake up and take you to your school. Thank you for standing beside me through all of this. Oh, by the way, I have a disease. Um, Anyway, um, did you not notice? What? I'm not even even wearing shoes. Still, it was a poignant ceremony with Applegate's TV mom sharing the crowd's sentiment. I love you so much, my sweetheart. You're not alone. 50-year-old Applegate is both star and executive producer on Netflix's dark comedy, Dead to Me. During filming of the show's third and final season, Applegate says her scenes became shorter with fewer walking shots. But she was determined to finish production, telling Variety, if that meant me having to take a break in the middle of the day so I could go sleep, or me just leaving because I couldn't do anymore, then that's what we had to do. I'm so happy you're Oh, God, maybe oh, the hugging's gonna sorry. kill me. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I love you. Her Dead to Me co-star, Linda Cardellini, has been by her side through it all. If you are lucky enough to have her in your life, she will do anything in her power for you. Selma Blair, who also has MS, was there to support her friend, along with David Faustino, who played her brother on Married with Children. Anyone who can play that dumb, that good, must be a smart and brilliant actor. Now, with Dead to Me about to conclude its run, Applegate's long career as an actress may be winding down, but even sitting down, she's still dancing as her star takes its place on Hollywood's famed walk, a childhood wish come true. Applegate tells Variety she's pretty convinced her part on Dead to Me will be her last major acting role, but she hasn't ruled out other projects, including producing, possibly even an animated version of Married with Children, which is now in development. She has lots of ideas. She says she just wants to get them executed. That's interesting. An animated version of that show would be pretty pretty, pretty, pretty funny. Peg Bundy could compete with Marge Simpson. Oh, that's true. Animated Buffon. I'd watch that. Right to be continued on that one. Thank you, Joe. So cool. So inspiring, too. Thanks, Joe. Good to see you. Uh, This morning, guys, we're getting a first look at an annual tradition. Dylan's out in New Jersey with a special sneak peek at some of the news floats debuting at the 96th Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. What's up, D? Good morning again, guys. Yeah, I was thinking the last time I got to come to the Macy's Parade studio, I was pregnant with Oliver. So, you know, between COVID and maternity leave with Rusty, like, I haven't been here in a while. And I love the magic of the Macy's Parade studio. And we've been showing you some of the new floats. I've got the executive producer of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, Will, Cro- Will Cost, with me again. And I just, I, 
I love coming here. I mean, the glitter, the confetti, and the floats themselves, it's such a nice preview to what we can expect. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an exciting place to come to work. I get the good fortune of coming here yes. on a regular basis, but today is a special day for us. We have an opportunity to celebrate all of our floats. We're, and some are really elaborate. I mean, this is the Netflix float for Slumberland. So, yeah, this is Slumberland. So we've sort of recreated a scene uh, in the film where a giant a bed comes to life <laughs> with some tentacle arms and uh, takes over the city. So here you are behind us, 15 feet above uh, this deck here. We've got a massive bed with some uh, automated uh, animatronic arms. Really, really cool. Yeah, it's pretty special. On the other side of this 72,000 yes. square foot building, yes. uh, you have another float that you're really proud of. Yeah, one of our, our Macy's floats this year is uh, People of the First Light, and it's celebrating the Wampanoag tribe. So we'll have a series of elders that'll be seated on the float, mm. uh, and it's a sort of celebration in honor of the resilience uh, of the Wampanoag people. And uh, so excited about that one, yeah. in addition to all of our other elements here. But we love all the elements. We love the floats. We love the balloons. And you also have this, this winter dragon, yeah. but it's a little different. What is this? Yeah, so the winter dragon was actually inspired by one of our old floats that was uh, move, moving floats um, called the doodle bug in 1968. <laughs> so this winter dragon's over 50 feet long. Wow. And it'll have uh, uh, animated arm uh, wings, excuse me, and um, it'll drive kind of throughout the parade route. So it gives us an opportunity to engage with the audience in a different way. Mm -hmm. Our floats traditionally drive in a straight line. Right. The, the winter dragon will be able to kind of weave oh. uh, throughout the parade route and create some real, some real magic. The on, kids on, will yeah. love that. Yes. Adults too. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, well thank you so much. Thank it's you. so nice to get a preview. And guys, I can't believe it, but the I'm sure you can't believe it. The parade <laughs> is next week, so yes. Yes. it's almost time. It's all coming. Time it's all coming. It's just like flying. I know. Dylan, thank <laughs> you all for thank us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Guys, remember to tune into the 96 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade next Thursday at 9 a.m. You know where, right here on NBC. Nine days away. Hard to My believe. My right? goodness. All right. All right. Uh, by the way, this year, when you put the turkey in the oven on Thanksgiving morning, you can also turn on the World Cup because the games start bright and early oh. that day. And the U.S. men's national team getting a little extra motivation this morning. Thanks to one very famous <laughs> coach. There he is right there. Billboards oh popping up in towns all over the country. With messages oh of support from none other than Ted Lasso himself. Here's, here's one of the messages for goalkeeper Matt Turner. Okay. Uh, Matt's hometown is Park Ridge, New Jersey. This features a classic uh, Lassoism. Okay. It reads, sometimes the goal you're training for turns into the train you're going for. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> Did you see the one in San Diego? Okay. Uh, it's for, I think it's for midfielder Luca De La Torre. Okay. It says, I'm no scientist or San Diegoist, but this city is about to crank up the happy when once you stroll onto soccer's biggest stage. I love it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, by the way, the men's national team, they approved of the pep talks. They tweeted, we believe. We believe. It is such a phenomenon that a show... Yeah has now infused in popular culture yeah. so much so that we almost made him, you know. Oh, yeah. It's a great show for folks right. who haven't started watching. Really good. good, clean fun. Yes, it's good, for clean sure. fun. All right. Guys, coming up next, Downton Abbey star Hugh Bonneville is live in studio. Open up in about... <laughs> hey, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Every time. He gave me a heart attack. He's going to look back on some of his iconic roles and then later from Shackets to Bombers. Hey. It is a style a file for the man. A shirt, a shirt jacket. jacket. Oh, yeah. a shirt jacket. I'm a Shackett uh, Third hour today, back in just 60 seconds, guys. <laughs> that sounds like something you would make. Up. Yeah.
This morning we have polished the good silverware because we are welcoming a TV and movie star you might know from a little show called Downton Abbey. Ah, yes, that's right. We have the Lord, the, I should say, Grantham himself, <laughs> Hugh Bonneville here to tell us all about his new memoir. It is called Playing Under the Piano. From Downton to darkest Peru. Mm. Hugh, it's always good to have yeah, you here. Thanks so energy. much for being here. Thank you for having me back. Uh, and the book, I mean, it's it's funny, it's charming, it's emotional, it's all these things. But why now? What 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 prompted you to write down these stories at this particular point in your life? Well, uh, partly because a, a, a publisher nagged me to. Um, <laughs> but, um, as I started writing it, uh, I, I, you know, as the subconscious takes over, I started writing about my father and his, his journey with dementia. And so I suppose as part of me thinking, Let's get it all down before the fog closes in, you know, on, on life. And uh, it was a lot of fun writing it. There's lots of fun stories about the, about the work I've done over the years, the shows that you've mentioned, but also just touching on the on the realities of, of, a, of a father, you know, going into that mist. And uh, so many people share that story. I Not think. just fun stories, though, Hugh, beautiful stories as well. There's one story about your father coming home at the end of the day to tell you uh, a bedtime story. And, and I believe he passed away right before uh, COVID happened. Um, it, did it bring back a lot of childhood memories for you to go through this and sort of excavate that? It did. And I think, like with so many people, childhood actually is a very vivid part of our memory bank. And uh, it got to the point when I handed in the first draft to the publisher. He said, I'm loving it. I'm on page 100, but you're still only eight. Can we maybe trim that back a bit? <laughs> but uh, but I, had a very, I was very fortunate. I had a very happy childhood. And yeah, my dad, who was a surgeon, he took a, always took time to tell me a bedtime story. So I'm very grateful to him for that. Just real quick, there's also a not so nice story about actually, this is, sounds kind of weird, Great. digging a grave for your sister, mm. who's still with us. Well, she is. Yeah, she's still So what, what, what um, is that about? Well, it was what? being, when, you, when you were about six or seven, you know, elder siblings can be really annoying. It's true. And uh, <laughs> there was one time when she stuck her tongue out at me, and it was just too much. That was, so, that was a lie. Yeah, yeah, it was just awful. So, so you went out back and, and dug I said to mum, I said, that's it. I am going to kill my sister, and I, in fact, I'm going to dig a grave. And mum said, fine, you know, dinner's at six, you know. And uh, <laughs> so I went out. We had rather tough soil in my part of South London, and so I got about sort of five or six <laughs> inches, maybe. Maybe and uh, shallow grave. It was a shallow grave. <laughs> oh my uh, yeah, gosh. and uh, luckily she's still with us. I love it. I love it. So wait, let's talk about the Paddington series for a minute. Um, I was just reading at one point Paddington Two had beat Citizen Kane for the number one movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Why do you think it had such a big impact? Well, I think because well, the bear universal has a universal appeal. I mean, yeah. he, he sets out in the world to be inquiring. Look he never him. sets out to do anything unkind. Uh, he gets into scrapes, but things always resolve. And uh, yeah, I think in those two films that we've made so far, uh, you know, that spirit comes across—the spirit of inquiry and the spirit of acceptance—and yeah. uh, and of course, he became a uh, an acquaintance of Her Late Majesty. That's right. Sure. Yeah. to the Jubilee. Yeah, yeah. Our kids so, uh, love Paddington Bear, those movies. Since we're talking about Hugh Bonneville classics, let's bring up another one here. This is, of course, with your old pal, Hugh Grant. We're talking about uh, Notting <laughs> one Hill. One of my favorites of all time. This is, uh, yeah. this is oh one of your gosh. favorite rom-coms, right? <laughs> yeah. There's this scene uh, where you basically have this this high-speed chase through the through the streets of London. Oh, yeah. And the, you, what do you remember about about shooting that? There's the there's oh yeah, the, well, yes, the high speed chase in an old an old banger of a car. Um, it was, <laughs> I remember because London isn't that filming friendly. I remember we had to shoot on a number of Sunday mornings at like six a.m. in the in the early summer, and uh, you've got Reese Vans leaping out and running underneath the Admiralty Arch, uh, which is at the, at the opposite end of uh, Buckingham Palace, and having to stop the traffic. And uh, you know the tourists gradually piling up and wondering what the heck was going on yeah. with this old you know old car just going round and round and round Trafalgar Square. But you know it was a lot of fun and um, uh, a lot of fun memories from that movie. Notting Hill, of course, also starring Julia Roberts, who we just saw there. And actually, Hoda just sat down with Julia 
and like I know her with Julia Roberts and George Clooney. It seemed like they had the best time. How what was it like working with her? Oh, she was an absolute joy to work with. Yeah, it was one of my first sort of appearances on, on on film and doing that that scene. I remember so vividly with Julia, and she was very generous. I have to say, when we came to the uh, the premiere in London, this mm-hmm. was, and uh, she came over to us, gang, the gang of friends from the movie, and she said, "Oh, you guys coming to the New York premiere next week?" And we said, "Oh, well, no, no, we haven't been invited." And she went, "Uh, uh-uh. uh," and she went and got the one of the execs and brought him over, and he was very chuffed to be on her arm, you know. Yeah. And and uh, it was smiling away, and she said, if these guys don't go to New York, I don't go to New York. Oh, wow. So it was very generous Class of her. Nine. Thank you, Julia. That's yeah. amazing. Before we let you go, can't help but notice the lapel pin there mm-hmm. uh, for folks yeah, who yeah. are watching. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Ukraine has been invaded by a, a nation that shouldn't be invading it. As simple as that. Mm-hmm. Hugh Bonneville. Thank Always you. Always good to have you. Thank you. Classy act. Uh, by the way, playing under the piano from Downton to Darkest Peru, the book is out right now. Good to see you. Yeah, thank, thank you so you much. Thank you so much. Thanks. Guys, coming up, it is a style file for the man in your life from Parkers to Puffers. We're going to show you the hottest fashion trends for the cold weather. And then later, Danica McKellar is here to bring a little holiday Hi. love to Studio 1A. We will be right back as the third hour of today continues. I love it. Hugh, you want to shack it? We are back with the style file for the colder weather. And this one is for all of the guys out there. Maybe you're looking for something to buy uh, for the man in your life. So we have Richard Dorman. He is the editor-in-chief of Men's Health. He has some of the best jackets, and I've had a, a sneak peek there. They all look great. Good morning to you. Hey, Richard. Good morning. And the, look, the weather's changing, and whether you're bundling up for the snow or you're layering up in the sunny south, it's time for an outerwear upgrade. So we've got five editors from Men's Health here okay. to model the oh. best jackets for fall and winter. All right, let's start with the first one. Coming out, Christian. Christian! All right, so Christian's wearing what this we call like my favorite. a hybrid sports jacket. So oh, think that. of this as a modern alternative to an old-school navy blazer. That is nice. It so is, is it a puffer? So great. It's, a, it's a little bit. It has a slight puff, so it has... A tailored fit that you can throw on over a button-down or a T-shirt, but it also has a water-repellent shell, a zip-out fleece lining. Look at that. And it's made from a thermoregulating fabric. Is it hot? You feel hot? That releases, no, it'll release heat so you don't overheat. You can wear it all weekend if you want to. That looks good. That is fantastic. Nice look. It's not really ridiculously expensive. It's not. This this particular one is from Mango. It's really price accessible. Really great. And um, you can wear it pretty much anywhere this fall. Yeah, that's a win. That's a win. Thank you. I love a parka. I heard you got some parkas. We do. Well, you know, look, it's getting cold in some places in the country, you well, really need a parka. But the thing with the parka is you don't want to look like a parade float, right? You I don't agree. Want to be, you don't want to be Mr. Puff. So yeah. this one from Bonobos is a lightweight hooded oh. parka. The shell is water and wind resistant, which is obviously important nice for stuff. the elements. But it also has a polar fleece lining. It's really thin, so it'll keep you nice and warm, but it won't bulk you up. I love that. So it's something that's really sure. versatile, and you can wear it pretty much anywhere. That brand, by the way, Bonobos, huge fan. It's, it's great. And you know what's great fan. about it is that it's almost all online. You can go to the stores around the country. They'll ship things to you the next day. It's Looking great. good, man. That's awesome. That. So let's take Thank a look you. at this next one because, Richard, you insist that this is this a must-have for the season. It is, in fact, it's called a shacket. Don't pretend, you guys, like you don't have a shacket. I have it's a pen. It's a shirt and a jacket. It does double duty. It's super versatile. Ah, so the great well, thing like about that. it, it's really for moderate temperatures between like 45 and 60 degrees when you don't want to throw on a, an additional layer. It has a, it basically looks like a shirt from the outside, but if you look inside, it has a Sherpa yeah. lining. So Sherpa. It, so it's yeah. really thin. It keeps you warm. You just button it up, and you can wear it just like you would a shirt at pretty much anywhere. Love that. Rashad, we like it. We I like the shirt. Look great. Yes. And this Thank one is you. from Old Navy. So again, super accessible. You can buy it almost anywhere. All right. Okay. So your your our vests are good for dealing with the fluctuating temperatures. Let's uh, see how layering is key one. this time of year with the fluctuating. And Brett here is wearing um, 
the puffer vest from Tommy Hilfiger. We like this one in particular for a few reasons. One, it's not too bulky. It sits close to the body, so it's nice. You can throw it under a parka. Um, it's made from recycled polyester, which so it's a little bit oh, nicer to the earth. What is that? And look at that. So what's great about this is you can take it off when you're done. You can zip it into a little pouch. Oh, that's hot. It goes inside that bag. It goes inside that bag. So, you can, wow. so now we can put it in your bag. I'm you can put saying. it in your backpack. Um, and I it's, love it's that. the ultimate sort of travel-friendly layering. That's a great I idea. I love that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Probably lots of different colors, too. I know. Nice, Brett. That's well, we good. Have another one. I like those kicks, too, by the this way. This last one. Look at this last one. What else we got? Is there, is there Hi, more Tony. American, all-American look yeah. and the, the classic bomber jacket? Okay. Tony here is wearing one um, from H&M. And the great thing about it is, again, it's a super um, versatile piece that you can wear. It's really good for, for milder climates where you're you know, layering on top of I like it. a sweater or something like that. It has really nice cuffed um, and ribbed cuffs and, and uh, collars. And um, it's just a great versatile piece that you can wear pretty much I like much it, anywhere. too, because it's neat. It's like neat. You can, it's cool. you have well, I'm wearing one now. It fits close. It has um, these button snaps. Nice yeah. color, too, by the yeah. way. Yes. It's a nice like maroon it. color. I literally, I like every single piece that you have. You brought the Buy goods this morning. Buy them all. You Guys, brought, you you brought the goods. Down? Yeah. All of our models. Yeah, come, come on, on back, show. fellas. Come Thank on you. in. Thank I you, gentlemen. I seriously get all of these for my husband. Or I hope they get to keep this. Rich stuff is no, good. Your, we got them in your size. Okay. Okay. There you go. These are great. With so to shop all of these items, wait, you're looking at us. Look at America. Where's that? Yeah, there? look over here. There you go. Say hi to the country. All right, there you go. If you want to shop <laughs> all of these items, just head to today.com slash shop. Just ahead <laughs> on a Tuesday morning, Danica McKellar. She is here live to fill us in on her brand new Christmas movie and the big move that she just made, IRL, in real life. And then a little bit later, a different kind of holiday treat. Our pal Alina Besser, hey. she's sharing some Thanksgiving desserts that we can all make ahead of time. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll introduce you to mini pumpkin cheesecakes. Ooh. Third hour of today, right back after this. I Look at those jackets. Me. Look at those jackets. This morning, we are catching up with an actor who has become synonymous with nostalgia and the holiday spirit. For six seasons, Danica McKellar starred as Winnie Cooper in the coming-of-age classic, The Wonder Years. Ah, uh, yes, we grew up on that one. But these days, Danica is a, she's very much a holiday staple, starring in more than a dozen festive films. And the latest one, the latest one is called Christmas at the Drive-In. She plays a woman on a mission to pull off a Christmas miracle and save a local drive-in theater. It's Danica, like good morning. Christmas. Good morning. I love your Christmas. festive outfit today, oh, wait, too. Thank yes. you so much. Merry Christmas. Merry early Christmas. The yes. tree's up. Uh, yes. Scaffolding's not down yet. So I was trying to count. How many Christmas movies have you been in? I think this is number nine. Nine. Wow. Something like that. So it's yeah. obviously a passion of yours. Why, yes. How come? Why has it become such a thing that's important? Oh my gosh. Holiday movies are just so feel good. My first one was actually for Lifetime. Then I did a bunch for Hallmark. And this is my first one for Great American Family, a new channel. I just love them. They they put joy in people's hearts. Yeah. A lot of people say, oh, well, it's an escape. But I really think it's more than that. It's yeah. really about modeling good behavior, too, mm. and, and good human beings. And Kindness. Christmas and, traditions. Yes. And just making yes. you yes. feel like connected to the holidays. Yeah. But this one, Christmas the Drive-In, is so much fun. That was me giving an, the beginning of an impassioned speech to save the historic 1950s drive-in in my hometown. Um, that's my co-star, Neil Blood, so he's amazing. And we've worked together three times before. He plays the developer trying to tear down the drive-in. And we were high school Great. sweethearts. 20 years ago and haven't seen each other for 20 years. So there's tons <laughs> of fun, fun banter and yeah, a, great uh, just story. a lot of spiciness. It's so that's much fun. Great. And it's November 25th, the day after Thanksgiving, okay. which for some people is the the first acceptable day to start celebrating. Right. I kind of think so. Same here. Right? Yeah. But it looks like it's also one of those movies that you can watch with the entire family. My, my kids 
eat those. Oh, those I love that. Up. I just saw the picture. They're so cute. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll send them down your way. Anytime. <laughs> yes. So, I, I want to ask you about this, this, this report I read that you've made some sort of major life change, and it's sort of like life imitating art. Yes. So I have moved to the country. Many of my characters go from the big city yeah. life to the country, oh. and my family and I have just moved to rural Tennessee, and we oh. love it so much. Yeah. I've lived in Los Angeles my entire life since I was seven years old, and San Diego before that. Yeah. So I've never had seasons. And the I've never had seasons. I've never had seasons. <laughs> That's so funny. Whereas I'm like, I want, I don't want seasons. I'm by winter. Yeah. Grass is always greener, right? No, but we just love it so much, and it's, it, it is. It's it's life imitating art in a way. I've done these Christmas movies yeah. for so many years, yeah. and finally, I'm like, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. But how did you settle on on, on Tennessee? So many reasons. Um, my husband and I have some history there. We've okay. had a few dates and holidays. Uh, a ton of friends moving out there. It seems like a lot of it people is. are moving That's to true. Tennessee. And you know, I see why. I was just looking here. I cannot believe it's been 30 years since Wonder Years wrapped. 30 years. Wow. I know. What I do know. you think it is about the Wonder Years that was so, you talk about feel good. It I was know. like it did that for 30 years Cooper. ago. <laughs> yeah. Do you know Aww. what I mean? It, what, there's so much nostalgia in it, you know, and I think people just connected. It was universal. All the all the trials and tribulations of middle school, yeah. they don't change from yeah. now to then. And the, and the adults watching the show were seeing their own childhoods represented so beautifully that I just, it just, it's just struck a chord. That's a good point. And it's amazing that today still, we're talking about it right now. Right. You know, it ended 30 years ago, and people love it so much. And I know a lot of my fans from the Wonder Years with loving this nostalgia are going to love the nostalgia of Christmas at the drive-in. And I know that I sell my math books because kids who were struggling with math, their parents yes. came from the Wonder Years. Yeah. I am yeah. so grateful. People are like, oh, do you hate always you know, having to talk about that? No, I don't. It was I'm, a gift. So it's such a gift. Yeah. I'm so grateful to be You know who it. also is a, uh, a Winnie Cooper fan? Who? The sexiest man alive. I know. Did you see this? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. He said he had a childhood crush I'm on you. First crush. Yeah. Wow. Wait, that's kind of awesome. crush from the sexiest man alive. I think I'm doing something right. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I love it. What? Wait, we were talking a while back when you were, we co-hosted together like yes, years ago. Do you remember that? You were homeschooling your son. Are you yes, still doing that? I still am. I don't know how. Well, she's an acclaimed mathematician. I'm, well, no, she's a genius. I'm using my math. Oh, my, my God. Own. Look, we have video of it. Look at that. Oh, my God. Wow. Remember those days? Yes. And I'm using my own math books, of course, for the That's math amazing. I've got books, by the way, make great Christmas presents for kids ages 0 to 16. They're all it. making math fun. Yeah. And they're all at mckellarmath.com. But, yeah, I use those to teach him math. I and love then it. We have some really fun resources online. It's easier than ever these days to homeschool. So you're such a renaissance woman. Aww. I love it. You're acting, you're mom. Teaching. Teaching. <laughs> Bringing holiday Writing spirit and joy around yeah. the world. And by the way, I want to mention, for Christmas at the drive and I'm doing a bunch of behind-the-scenes content at a new app called Great American Community. Um, if you just search GA Community on your phone, you can find it, and it's super fun. Me and Neil, like, messing around. All the stuff behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, our big dance scene. I'm checking that out then for sure. Danica, Thank great you, Danica. to see you. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being here. Thanks. And don't forget, everybody, Christmas at the drive-in premieres Friday, November 25th, the day after Thanksgiving on Great American family. All right. Do you cook? That seems like a feel like I do. Well, I, of course she does. Of course, course she cooks. does. But I don't bake. Okay. Coming up next, a sweet idea. Thanksgiving desserts that you can make ahead of time so you're not stressing out. I love that. We're whipping up two delicious recipes for you when we come right back. That looks good. That looks good. <laughs> good. I'm a terrible baker, though. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> really, I'm 
We are back with our series today, Table, sponsored by Walmart. Thanksgiving, of course, as you know, it's next week. And we, we're going to help you a little bit, lighten the load a little bit. Mm. This is chef and TV host Elena Besser. She has not one, but two desserts two. that we can make ahead of time. So all you have to do is scan that QR code right at the bottom of the screen. You can cook along with us with one-click select Get Ingredients, and then you can schedule that pickup or Perfect. that delivery. Elena, good morning good to morning. you. Good morning. Good morning. Always great to be with Pumpkin you. Pumpkin mini cheesecakes. You know it. Yum. It's always fun when you have an individual dessert portion, and mini versions sure. of desserts just bring me so much joy. So we are changing up the traditional graham cracker crust, and we are using ginger snaps to add that autumnal flair. So we have some okay. brown sugar. We've got our ginger snap cookies, and we are going to pulse this on up in a food processor. Ooh, can I until, pulse? I love to yes, pulse. Yes, please do. Just what do you got, the, what do you got the over there? What is that, butter? Yes, and we've got some melted butter. Feel free to get after that. Once it is all night, keep on going. Yeah. And once it is fully the consistency of sand, you're going to stream in. Greg's really having a good time. You're doing great. You're going to stream in that melted. No, you're doing Keep going, Greg. Keep going. Stream in that melted butter. And it's going to end up looking like wet sand. Then you push it into the little ram. And you take a glass and press it down to create this little crust. Chanel, if you want to try it. Honestly, I could just eat this by itself. I thought that was brown sugar. It's a little brown sugar plus ginger snacks. That's good. Delicious, right? So you do that. So you do that. You pop it into the oven for about 10 minutes to set. And then we're going to start on our filling. So we have cream cheese. We have brown sugar. We've got white sugar in here. And we are going... Yeah, I keep doing that. I know, it's KitchenAid, Elena. It's a KitchenAid. I love KitchenAid. They're the best. (laughs) Um, And we're going to whip this on up. Then we're adding in all of our other flavorings. So we've got the cinnamon. Eggs going in. We've got our eggs. That's a warm We have one hand. One more. Executive chef, right there. There we go. Hey. Oh, man, oh, in my man. kitchen at home. Look at that. Skills. I love it. And then we're adding a little Chanel's bit like, of kosher salt. <laughs> exactly. We're adding in some vanilla extract. And this wouldn't be a pumpkin cheesecake unless we had our pumpkin puree. So you True. can also swap out sweet potato if you want. You pop that in here. You end up having this delicious mixture. Yum. Wait, where do you get that? Is that in a can? Yeah, you can get it in a can. Okay. Let's save the time. You know? Okay. I know, I know. <laughs> and then we are pouring it into. All of our ramekins. It's a nice, thick, delicious batter. Same. Who doesn't love a good ramekin? Pop that in, and then we are going to bake it in the oven. And this is the fun, really chefy moment here. And this is what's going to give us that luxurious, creamy texture. We are going to add in water to the bottom. This creates a water bath. So what happens is instead of that cheesecake cooking too quickly, it's going to slowly poach it so you get that really delicious ah, creamy texture. I gotta get your food. And, but wait, there's more. There's wait, more. there's more? We oh, we're gonna start eating. Have some so bre- please start eating it. We have some brown sugar oh and gosh. butter. We've got pumpkin seeds. We have mm. pecans oh or God. pecans, Ooh. however you All say it. it. And a uh, little bit of salt. Mix it up. We're making girl. a brittle. Oh my, we that's have really brittle, ridiculous. And we're topping it with... Oh. Um, some whipped cream that is sweetened with maple syrup. I wasn't expecting this. The fall flavor. It's Isn't so this soft. Fun? Yeah, Here's it's the a thing. Pump. It's Each like a pump layer pump. is yummy on its own. Like oh, even yummy. that right there is yummy. Oh, like, I'm so. And it's fun to just snack on the brittle because it that's comes what I in mean. these nice. Wait, big we didn't pieces. talk about the crumble. Oh, we have to talk about the crumble. Okay. Okay. So crumble is such an easy dessert that you can make really far in advance. You can make all of these in advance, by the way. Mm. This you can store in the fridge for up Gosh. to a week, unmold and serve it. And then with the crumble, you could make this oh, and freeze it, wrap it on up. This is cranberry and apple crumble. 
crumble. Uh, oh you bake gosh. it in the oven, let it cool completely, wrap it up, put it in your freezer, and then right before mm. you're serving, pop it into the oven at 350 degrees. You're going to put tin foil over it, pour some melted butter over it oh to God. reheat it, Whoa. and then serve it a la mode because always ice cream. Mm. Is there some lemon something in here? What's there's some on? lemon. There's a little orange. If orange isn't your thing, you can just omit the orange. Um, well, this is but- great. I'm happy you guys like it. Crumble's so easy. It's so delicious. It's a crowd pleaser. And what I love about it, not very many dishes. You yeah, make it in the iron. Yeah. You pop it on the table. Oh it looks stunning. And your whole family is going to love it. Cheers to you. Well, like Cheers to you. I know they're both really yummy. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I am going to be in Florida with my family. It'll be fun. It's the first year I'm not cooking in a while. I was going to say, you. you deserve to. I was just about to invite you to, to my, uh, my in-laws. Oh, <laughs> uh, Elena, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can get all these ingredients in this recipe by scanning oh the QR code, or you can do it the old-fashioned way. It's today.com slash food. And a reminder, today does earn a commission from purchases. Third hour of today, right back after this. It's worth it. Oh, my God. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you, guys. I'm happy. Tomorrow on the third hour of today, we are going to help save you money on your holiday fees. Sounds good. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, they're chatting with actress Jessica Biel, plus big surprises for their live studio audience. They're getting ready over there. Where are they? There they are. They're ready. What's up, guys? We will see you back here tomorrow, but stick around for Hoda and Jenna. Have a great day, y'all.